Hello and how's everyone out there today? This is Jay Jones Sr. and today we're going to talk about Life 101. You can reach me on my Facebook page called Mr. J. Look for the red 1970 classic convertible Cadillac and then you'll know it's me. I'd like to wish each and everyone out there listening a happy and safe holiday and remind you to note to don't drink and drive as a lawyer used to say that where I, when I lived in San Diego, he always said, put $50 in your sock. Take that money and call a cab because it's going to be much cheaper to call that cab than it is to pay a lawyer to get you out of your DUI mess. So be smart, park it, give somebody else your keys, enjoy your holiday, but do it with responsibility. Okay. Uh, usually this time of the year is not good for me because my memories get the best of me. Um, I brought my wife home on Christmas day and one week later she was gone on new year's day, 2010. Um, it is a pain that never goes away. However, this isn't about pain. It's about the healing. There are several people I want to give thanks to for helping me heal. First and foremost, there's God. A lot of prayer went into getting me where I am today. Second, my fiance, Miss D. Williams. Your love and patience sped up this healing process. I wouldn't be where I am without you. My two children come next, Jay the second and Natalia. I had to be strong for you two so that you would know that you could be strong also. My late sister, Elaine Michelle Taylor, who always reminded me, life is good. And this was from someone who did dialysis three times a week. And she lived life until she couldn't live it anymore. Then there's my cousin, Debbie Spencer Eady, and her two children, Alexis and Sean. Being around you guys also helped me heal. You held me down until D came into my life. For that, I will be forever grateful. And I want, to, I want to tell each and every person out here listening, give people their flowers while they can smell them. It's okay to tell people thank you. It's okay to let them know I appreciate what you've done for me. Don't wait to tell their casket. Don't wait to tell their children. Tell them while they can enjoy it. Seriously, because why waste the opportunity? That's why when I talk to friends on the phone or if I'm visiting people, the last thing they hear me tell them is I love you because you never know when it won't, when it'll be your last chance. Serious business people. We got to stop trying to be macho and all of that other crap. It's okay to be human. It really is. It's okay to be human. And on that note, if you're fortunate enough to have a real love in your life, don't make the mistake of throwing it away trying to be cool. Embrace it and hold on to it for everything you've got. Because, see, you don't ever want to be in my situation where you lose that, that somebody. And this is from experienced people. You know what I'm saying? When... You've got an opportunity to let your significant other know how much you love them and appreciate them. Do it. Don't waste the time because tomorrow's not promised. 
and anything can happen. So if you're in the store and you see those flowers or you see that card that he or she may like, take the time and get it. Take the time and get it because always remember, people, male and female, what you won't do for your significant other, there's a Jody or a Jenny that's waiting to take your place. Don't ever get so full of yourself that you think, oh, I got this on lockdown. She's not going anywhere. Oh, I got him whooped. Don't fool yourself because you'll be whooped by yourself. <laughs> for real, for real. You know what I'm saying? Because everybody wants to know that they're loved. Everybody wants to know that they're appreciated. And don't wait till it's too late. Don't do the if I could have, would have, should have. Because that's too late. You know what I'm saying? And not only can you lose them, they may leave here. You know? So take the time. Take the time. I mean, if it's nothing but sitting there listening to her when she's had a bad day or if he's had a bad day, stuck in traffic or, or, or something like that, take the time to let them know that what they feel, what they think matters. And for a lot of us, we've dropped the ball because we don't communicate anymore. Sit down. Talk to one another because you don't know what your loved one is feeling unless you sit down and talk. And uh, a, a famed sex therapist said that communication is the best lubrication. And that's the truth. You know what I'm saying? I've found that when me and my baby, when we just sit down and have deep conversations and just talk, it draws me closer to her. It makes me want to love her that much more. So sit down. Take the time to turn the TV off, light a candle, and let's just sit down and talk. And also, don't do things thinking that you're going to get something in return. Sometimes, do it just for the sake of doing it. You know, because see, that whether you know it or not, that puts points in the ledger. There were many nights that I would bring my wife flowers home and, you know, give her a back rub, massage your feet, and we just went to sleep. And you know something? That's cool. That 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 right there in itself. Some, when my fiancé and I sometimes just sit up and talk and watch a late movie and we fall asleep in one another's arms, oh, it don't get no better than that. It don't get no better than that. What I'm, what I'm trying to say is stop thinking with your hormones and think with your head. You know what I'm saying? Because there's going to come a time when when things ain't, ain't going to be working like they used to. <laughs> you ain't going to be thinking about that. And you still got enough stored up in the love bank. You know, I, I marvel at the couples that have been married over 60 years and, and they just have a rhythm all their own. We all had dinner with a couple that had been married for 62 years and the wife, we were getting up to leave and she just grabbed her walker and was making her way towards the door. And she told my fiance, Oh, he'll be along. He'll be along. And lo and behold, I went to check on him. He was saying his goodbyes to the people at the table. And he's and lo and behold, he helped her get in the car. And they went on about their business. And it's just, I want that kind of rhythm with my fiance that when we reach our older years, I, I, I still want that love there. But you get it by sitting up 
talking to one another, loving on one another. That's the whole thing about love. See, there's more to love than making love. Always remember that. There's more to love than simply making love, you know. Those are my words of wisdom for today. <laughs> Next, we're going to talk about words. Uh, excuse me. Next, we're going to talk to you haters out there. You know who you are. You're the people who won't help 10 men cut up a chicken. The people who always sit down on their rump and have negative things to say about other people who are trying to make their life what they want it to be. Uh, I've always told my children, there's one difference between the have and the have nots. The haves get up off their rump and go to work and make it happen. The have nots sit on theirs and make excuses. Why? And you know what? You've got to get those type of people the heck out of your life. The ones who, if you tell your good friend, I'm thinking about trying this. Oh, man, that, why are you going to waste your time with that? You know, you ain't going to be able to get no job doing that. The ones that are always the wet blanket, the ones that are always throwing shade when you, when you try to do something. And then they get even madder when you do what you said you were going to do. And then it becomes, oh, that brother, he, he all full of himself now. But they haven't got off their rump to do a thing. And you don't need people like that in your life. What you have to do is just focus on your own business and worry about what you're doing. And don't worry about what other people say or think. Because uh, if you do, you're going to be in that, bowl, in that boat with them, you know, I guess what I'm trying to say is focus on your own business and stop worrying what others are doing or saying, because if they weren't, if they were focused on their own business, they'd be striving too. I've always told my son, Jay, if you have time to worry about other people's business, guess whose business is going lacking. And he thought for a minute, mine, I say, that's the truth. You cannot worry about people that want to hold you down and, and, and keep you from getting where you want to be. My late mother, Martha Williams, used to always tell people, clean up your own house before you try to clean up mine. Meaning in a nice way, mind your own business. <laughs> because me, myself, I neither have the time nor the inclination to worry and think about what you feel I'm doing. I would have never struck out and tried my hand at this broadcasting career. I would have never even thought about coming to OMS if I had been around a lot of the naysayers in my family. My fiance believed in me. She said, you know what? This is the perfect time. You ought to go for it. And those are the type of people that you want, that you need in your life. People that are going to encourage you, people that are going to hold you to it. And, 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 and you need that. As I've always stated, you have to have a strong, significant other because that's what's going to push you to get to your level. So don't care about what other people say. Do what you're doing. Or as I like to say, I'm too focused on what I'm doing to get 
to get into a squabble and worry about what other people are doing. Because if you're focused on your own business, you don't have time to worry about others. And that's real, y'all, because it's the old crab in the pot. Most people, they're just like the crabs. If they see you trying to get out of the pot, they're going to pull you down. And the first thing they're going to say is, oh, he didn't got too good or she didn't got too good. They don't want to hang around us now because you spreaded your wings and you're flying to another level. Never let people stop you from reaching your level. This next subject I shouldn't even have to talk about. I really shouldn't even have to talk about it. But fellas, no means no. A real man never, I mean never, forces himself on a woman. <clears throat> it's sad to think that in this day and age, men are still forcing themselves on women. Men are still putting things in their drinks. And to me, that's cowardly. That's, a, that's, that's, that's wimpy. Because real men do one of three things. We ask for it. We beg for it. Or we'll go buy it. And if all else fails, there's lotion and paper towels. But, you know, would you want somebody to do that, <clears throat> excuse me, to your sister, your mother, your daughter, and or your wife? Because women... You have to be careful and this holiday time and their Christmas parties at the company and things like that. So you have to be careful to not let your guard down. Always know your surroundings. Always let someone know where you're at. Give, give them a phone number or whatever. Because it's sad to say, but we still got jerks out here who, <coughs> excuse me, who pray on vulnerable women. And me personally, how can you enjoy intimacy with a woman when it's not consensual? You know, I don't understand it. I mean, for me, and I've often said this, that I enjoy convincing you to want to be with me. That that That's just as much fun as the act itself. But, you know, when you've taken it, instead of having her give it to you, how do you look at yourself in the mirror? Does that make you feel like a man? Well, if it does, then you have very low standards for being a man because a real man will respect no. Plus, a real woman will respect you for respecting her no. And those are points in your book because if things were meant to happen, They'll happen. You don't have to force it. You don't have to do anything. And that's when you know it's real. Let nature take its course. Don't do anything to try to speed up nature. Do not force yourself on a woman. I've often told my son, if you get in trouble for doing something like that, I will not lift a finger to help you at all. And I mean that because I've had, I've had a mother I have four sisters, I had a wife, I have a fiancé now, and I have a daughter. And I wouldn't want anyone to do any of those things to any of my loved ones. You know, so think about it, fellas. Think about it. Is it really worth it? 
the, does your ego need need massaging that bad that you have to stoop to something like that? Respect yourself and respect her. No. And that's just real, y'all. This is from a real man. And I hope you fellas are too. Moving along, I have a few tips to cure loneliness for during the holiday season and beyond. Because this time of the year, it can be very, very challenging. Because this is this is a time of year where everybody's talking about spreading love and being loved. And some people just don't vibe with this time of the year. But there are ways you can cure it, though. For example, uh, try being around good friends and family. Visit museums and parks. You can volunteer at your local churches and your shelters because you'll be surprised the people that you meet. You know, one must continue to live life while you're waiting for someone to come along because usually when you're not looking, that's when you find someone. You have to be patient. My uh, older brother used to always tell me, little brother, the key to patience is doing something else in the meantime because it's it's almost like when you lose something in your house, you can't find it. And the minute your focus is not on that thing that you were once looking for, you find it when you're, when you're not thinking about it. Oh, there's that thing I was looking for last week because I've learned – to, I used to get real bent out of shape and want to tear up the house when I'm looking for something. And I realized all I'm doing is running my blood pressure up. So <clears throat> I learned to just say, okay, it'll turn up when it turns up. But like I said, taking your mind off things before you know it, what you want will materialize. Go to plays, go to concerts, <clears throat> excuse me. Even visit your local library. You will be surprised what you find at the library. Comedy clubs are great meeting places, too, because that's when you find your significant other at their most relaxed, when they're laughing, having a good time. And you'll be surprised. And never, and I mean never, go out with someone with the expect, excuse me, go out with the expectation of meeting up with someone. I've done it, and usually when I say I'm going out and I'm going to hook up, those days never happen. Excuse me. <coughs> oh, oh, so sorry. Get these change of season colds. Go out with the expectation of just having fun. You, you, It usually works out better when you do that. And finally, just pray. When all else fails... Just pray, and you'll be surprised the results you get. Sit back and just let life happen. That's all you've got to do, people. Sometimes we make it harder than it has to be because we won't sit back and just let life happen. <laughs> That's for real. I saw something when I was uh, <clears throat> excuse me, thinking of topics. I saw where suicides are up astronomically in the African-American community. <clears throat> Excuse me. Among young men, the percentage is up over 60%. And for young ladies, it's a whopping 132%. And to me, I feel it's a shame that our young children 
feel like they have nothing to live for. That's sad. And the fact of the matter is, because of the internet, because of this 24-hour media cycle, a lot of children do feel left out. They feel like they don't fit in. And then you've got the bullying and whatnot. And we got to start having places for children to go. Back in my day, there were YMCA's and YWCA's and, you know, the Police Athletic League. And there were a lot of after-school clubs that, that pe kids had outlets, outlets to go to. But because of the almighty dollar, a lot of these, these programs and places have gotten cut. And our children are left twisting in the wind. And it's sad because our neighborhoods have become nothing but war zones with gangs and drug dealers vying for your turf. And we've got to start being here for our children again, people. You know, I just, I really, I have a love for kids because I have two of my own. And we keep forgetting that our children are our future, y'all. Our children are going to be the ones taking care of us. And we've got to give our children some kind of outlets. We've got to let our children know that we're there for them. That means sometimes turning off that sports program, turning off your favorite TV show, and just sit down and talk with your kids. Let them know that they, they have an outlet in you. Because if your children won't come talk to you, you never know who they're going to talk to. I've always told my children that uh, I may jump up and down. I may get mad. I may be very mad. But on the other side of the coin, no one is going to move heaven and earth like your daddy will to make whatever's wrong right. And we got we to gotta remember that. And parents, remember, we got to take back control of our neighborhoods We've got to be a presence in our communities. I'm old enough to remember when <clears throat> everyone on the block knew everyone else. Children were taught to be respectful to adults. And, uh, I mean, the adults could light you on fire and take you home, and your parents lit you on fire. Those were neighborhoods back in the day. And bad elements weren't allowed in the neighborhoods because people back then stood together. I remember the old neighborhood block watches where if they saw something strange or crazy, it was handled. There, were, there was a stronger police presence in the neighborhoods and everything. But long story short, people, we got to give our children something to look for. Look, excuse me, look forward to. We don't need our children taking themselves out because suicide is a permanent solution to a temporary problem. And I hope there's nothing that bad in my children's life where they feel that they can't come talk to me. From time to time, just on GP, I'll go in my children's room. Is everything okay? Because there's, I've always told my children, especially in these last 10 years, there's only one sentence they need to say to me if something's bothering them. Daddy, we need to talk. I've always told him that. Make the time for your children. Make the time. They're our future. And we don't want our future constantly killing themselves. Let your children know that they're important. 
Let your children know that they matter. Let your children know that you care. And, 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 and above everything else, take the time to tell them I love you. Because that's all they really want to know. Because if you don't tell your children you love them, guess what? They're going to go somewhere looking for that love. That's how gang members, excuse me, gang recruitment, that's how it's so successful. That's how drug dealers are so successful. Because they give them something that they're missing at home. And we got to stop that, people. Stop talking about it and start being about it with your kids. Let them know that they matter. Now, I've been watching something on TV and I've noticed that with the rise of white supremacy and hate groups, it is so refreshing to see that Madison Avenue is not paying that crap any kind of sense because I've noticed the influx of interracial commercials where you see people of all different walks of life, different faiths, they're all in commercials together because diversity is really what it's all about. And the diversity you're starting to see on TV is merely art imitating life. As I've said before, if you're teaching your children to hate, you are doing them such a disservice. You are shortchanging them. Because I've always taught my, my children that the only colors that matter in this day and age are green, silver, gold, and platinum. Those are the only colors that will really get you anywhere in this world. What makes this country so great is that people from all over the world came here to make their lives better. Each and every person here is a hyphenated American. Unless, of course, you're from uh, Native American descent. Then, and if you're not, then relax all that other crap. Because it's nonsense about this being your country. It's everybody's country. It's the people's country who have signed up and served this country. It's our country. So get up off of all this other stuff. Because... Uh, Everyone's ancestors came here on some kind of a boat, voluntarily or not. As Dr. King once said, you judge people by, not by the color of their skin, but by the content of their character. Because uh, we have to remember something. We're more alike than we are different. We all bleed the same red blood. We all have to relieve ourselves the same way. And if you don't take a bath, you're going to stink. And that's everybody. So let's stop all this old crazy stuff. Because at the end of the day, the doctor that's possibly saving my fiance's life, my children's life, or myself, I could care less what color that person is. Black, white, blue, green, three shades of purple. This is our world together, and we got to wake up, people. We got to stop all of that because it's nonsense. Because you know, at the end of the day, true Americans are all about love. That's what's really, that's what it's about. These hate groups, they don't like themselves. And that's why they multiply because they don't like themselves, and they're around other people that don't like themselves as well. Why try? Why be like everybody else? That's so, so easy to do. That's so easy to do. And on that note, 
Always remember, people, our words carry weight. Our words can be hurtful. And we've got to watch what we say. Your president, Donald Trump, has made a cottage industry out of being uncivil and rude. At his rallies, no one or nothing is sacred. As a matter of fact, the night that the House of Representatives voted to impeach him, he made very caustic comments about a House member who voted for his impeachment, Congresswoman Debbie Dingell, whose husband served in the House for over 59 years and was the longest serving member of the, of the House. And he also was a World War II veteran who passed away early this year. And when he said that her husband was looking up, implying that he was in hell, I was appalled because in no way were his words presidential. Folks, it's not okay to malign people with nasty and caustic words because they're not loyal to you. Not everyone is going to agree with what you're saying or be on your team always. Remember, there's old old line from an earth, wind, and fire song. Many people claim, but they don't always view the same. Me personally, I would prefer to be around people whose opinions differ from my own. That's how you grow as a person. You have to see things from different people's perspective because just because you see it a certain way does not mean that that's how it is. Learn to, learn to read excuse me, learn to take your differences and see things from another person's point of view. You know what I'm saying? We could eliminate a lot of confusion, a lot of arguments, by just sometimes seeing something from another person's perspective. Give people the benefit of the doubt. Stop coming with the name calling and the, and the infantile and juvenile name calling and finger pointing. People, we're too old to carry on like that. We really, really are. And for this week's homework assignment, I just want to know who has been there for you and who helped you through a bad situation and who helped you to heal. And what did you do to thank that person for being there for you? Always remember, people, we only got one life to live and live it the right way. Live it loving on people and being with people. You know what I'm saying? Don't spend your life hating on other people. Because guess what? While you're watching them, they're moving on with their life and aren't paying you one bit of attention. And one day you're going to realize, all the time I spent watching this person and that person and hating on this person and that person, they were having a life. And all I was doing was just existing. In short, my people, live, don't exist. As always, I got to thank Tommy D for being here with me. And as usual, I always got to give love to Bishop Eric Kincaid Clark and his lovely wife, Lenore, pastors of the Body of a Christ Assembly. Much love to Pastor Gloria Cheney of the Church of the Master. And special love to Pastor Emeritus, Bishop Jack Spencer, and his son Daniel Spencer, First Lady's Missionary Rochelle Spencer, and First Lady Jazz Spencer. 
at the Pilgrim Temple of God. And to Miss D. Williams, my fiance, you're always in my heart and you're always on my mind. My two children, Jay II and Natalia Jones, don't ever stop chasing your dreams. Because if you do, you never know what you could have been. Love you one and all, and thank you again for listening. Until next time, this is Jay Jones. I'm signing off. Peace. <laughs>